Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, who is mocking me, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hello. Try this shit again. See if I don't slap the shit out of you. Do you want to fist fight on the podcast? I'm about to get canceled because I said that statement. Probably cancel culture. She don't flinch whenever I bow up on her. All right. He loves me secretly. A little bit. Because she's going to be a doctor and uh, be my sugar mama. I'm quitting school. (laughs) Bullshit, you are. All right, you ready to talk about this stuff? I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about just what I mentioned. Books. Yeah. Books. We're talking about books. No, not necessarily just books. Books. But... (laughs) That was weird. (laughs) All right, so earlier this year, we had talked about, like, setting goals and stuff like that. And I think that was, like, at the beginning of the year for one of our close to New Year's episodes. I don't know. Yes. We mentioned it. But anyways, we set that goal to that we're going to read 100 books in a year. And that's what we've been doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you thought that you're kicking my ass because you're way ahead of me. I am kicking. Jokes you. on you because you are ahead of me, but I am pretty close. H. <laughs> the kids just walked in from playing outside. Hold on, quick break. It'll be seamless. Okay, we're back. Seamless transition, as usual. Anyways, books in a year. A hundred books a year. We set that goal that we we're gonna do it, and this includes audio books, physical books. Whatever. There was no, like, page limit as to how long the book has to be to qualify as reading a book in a year. It was just if you read a book, whether it was two pages or a, a thousand. thousand pages, that book goes into First off, books. I do remember what we were talking about before we stopped talking to the kids because I came in from playing outside. What's Number that? one, you were like, oh, she thought she was whooping my ass. I'm, like, seven books ahead of you. How many books have off, you read? 37. I'm at 31. Okay, 31. You've already read some of those books. So the ones that you're rereading, I don't think should count because you're not learning new information. Bullshit. That, so that's one of my points. You are learning new information. At least I am. Look. You're what, taking credit for books uh, that are not uh, new reads. Negative. And then positive. N- negative. So like <coughs> ask people that read I just lot. looked at your list and I was like, you've already read all yeah, these. You're no, just, not all of them. You're just going in and clicking the button like I read that oh, book. Oh, bullshit. No. I read that book to no. try to up your numbers to be cool guy and you already read those. No, I have read them. I know. But I haven't That's like, what I said. I haven't digested the entire book. If you read a book and you take all that information and you're able to process it and like use it and apply it, I think you're a liar. That's inaccurate. So you're telling me you read one book once and you're good? Like you know all of it? I know a lot of it. Especially self, not stories, not your, not your porn books. <laughs> <They're> not <laughs> porn books. Your romance novels. Uh, t- like if you read a self-help book, you're telling me you're going to understand all that information and be able to apply all of it after the first time reading it and you don't ever have to pick that book up again. I'm not saying you don't have to pick the book up again. But to say you're doing a challenge of reading 100 books and then going back and rereading the same book that you've already read, I don't think you're putting in the same amount of effort as the first time you read the book. Because if you're doing something and you miss portions of the book, it's not like you're going to go back and re-listen to that because you've already listened to it. So you can just miss portions of the book and it's like not a big deal. That's like that's like saying if, hey, I'm going to run 100 miles in a month. But since you've already ran that first, that's inaccurate. Uh, that first mile no. on this path, it shouldn't count because you've because already re- you, ran that path. You're doing some like running 
it's not something that you redo. You just run. Like every time is a new instance of that. So I'll equate it to a movie because it's you taking in information, right? When you watch a movie the first time, if the kids come in and interrupt the movie, what are you going to do? Pause it. Pause it, rewind it to rewatch what you just watched, right? If you're rewatching a movie and the kids come in, what are you going to do? Let it play in the background and continue watching it. Because you're not taking it in the same. But why do you rewatch movies then? Because they're good, because you enjoy them, but not to take new information. So, like, if you're listening to this book and you're doing something and it's you, like, missed 10, 15 minutes of the book, you just keep, you continue going. It's not like you go back and re-listen to those 10, 15 minutes. Look, I well, don't care how I many, do, I don't care what I, books you read. You can read all the books that you've already read before. But, I don't think it should count in the challenge. And I disagree because the majority, some of these books I haven't read in years. Like, I'm talking 2016, 2017, 2018 time frame. So, it's almost like reading a new book. I may, anytime I read a book, I've told people this before, it's like, if I can take freaking 1% or just one idea from that book, I consider it a success. Because there's too much information in one book for me to, like, actually just apply everything because you may just not have the opportunity to apply some of the stuff they're talking about, or maybe you just didn't understand it, or what, or you missed something. So going back and reading some of the books, like uh, I will teach you to be rich. What are some of the other ones that I've read? Uh, minim- minimalism, uh, The Miracle Morning. Like some of those books, there's things in there that I missed before, or maybe they just remind me of concepts that I can apply, which I've been doing actually, and uh, it's like reading the book for the first time again. Like, yes, I know that I've read the book before, but reading it again, it's almost, even if I didn't pick anything up from it, it re-motivates you to start doing or start applying these concepts again. So I think it applies. It's your challenge. I'm yes. just saying. I was giving you my perspective. I'm not starting an argument. I was just giving you my perspective on the challenge of reading 100 books in one year. Well, I don't like your perspective, that's, and you need to change it. <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, yes, so I'm at 31 right now. 31. 31 books, and working on – well, I'm almost done with that one, so it'll be 32. By the end of the week, I should have 33 books. What book are you listening to? Uh, the Undefeated Mind, which, yes, I have read in the past – but that one is like a completely new book because I remember nothing from it. <laughs> um, it's it's one of those books where so it's written by a PhD, so it's he uses examples and like some stories, but rarely. So it's mainly just research. It, yeah, and it's it's hard to it's hard to take in. It's very dry. Um, Grapes of Wrath is another one that it's I guess it's it's one of those books that. It's I read a it, classic. Yeah, I read it at night, but it's like it's a literature, not literature, classic. It's, it's I guess that falls under book. literature. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a classic, and it's just I don't know. It doesn't like grab my attention, but it's on everybody's list. Where like one of the top one hundred books you need to read before you die or whatever, or must reads. <coughs> and then uh, 
Let's see. Also on my list that I'm reading is uh, one of the Hunger Games books, the new one, which I'm just I'm struggling through that. Yes, I tried to read that book on multiple occasions. Um, couldn't get through it. It was just uh, did not tickle my fancy. Yeah. So that's the other thing about this challenge. So although like I, I've read a bunch of books so far, and according to my app, uh, I'm four books ahead of schedule. And you need to stop yawning, I'm damn sorry, it. I'm sorry. I'm about to punch bus. you right in the face. Stop being hostile. That's domestic violence. It is. Threat number two. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. That's a, that's one of those clips that people can like take out and be like, hey, he abuses his wife. Uh, yeah. If people want to piece together the podcast, like number one, get a job. <laughs> and number two, um, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that we could also piece together. So it's deep fakes. But it's like, I mean, there's going to be stuff on here that we say just kidding. I am 100% not abused, blinking twice behind the scenes. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, I don't know. the For the reading challenge, like, I have found like a couple series. And I just, when it's like the books that I want to read on audio and I'm going through series, I read them really quick. Um, so I found, I think we talked about this last time, the Overdrive app. I'm not sure I understand. Siri's listening on my watch answering me. See. But I found the Overdrive app. I forgot, uh, somebody told us about it. I don't, maybe Cook. Cook told us when we were in Orlando. That's right. Um, so the Overdrive app, you can go to any library in the United States, get a library card, and then you put your library number into that app and you can like check out free audiobooks. So I listened to like quite a few books that way, so I don't have to pay for them. Um, but I recently listened to the Red Queen, that series, which is, it's a three book series, but then there's like an extra book on the end that I listen to. So I listened to four books there. I listened to all those in like a week. And then I list, I'm now listening to, it's called the Southern series by Natasha. She's got another first name. Romance, Natasha Madison. Romance books. Uh, it's like um. Are there romance? Is there romance in the books? Yes, but are they romance books? No, it's um, a story about a town and a family in that town, and each book is about like a member of that family. So, it's uh, it's interesting. It's a whirlwind, kind of like how the story all blends together, but. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, so if y'all want to listen to it, like, spoiler alert, skip ahead 30 seconds, but it's about, um, like, a girl who got pregnant in high school by, like, this POS dude, so she convinced one of her friends to say, like, he was the baby's dad, it was, like, her best friend, um, but then that guy was, like, dating another girl, and then she kind of, like, overheard the conversation, but didn't get the full story, so she... Ran away to L.A. Um, they raised this kid not together. Like, they both said they were the parents, but, like, just co-parented the whole time. And then some, like, shady insider trading shit happened in L.A. So she, like, had to come home to her family. And then that was, like, two of the books. And then now it's kind of, like, their kids and other people who are, like, touching the story. So... It all intertwines. I'm very invested in these characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a drama. It is. It's like the novellas. 
you're reading all the drama, the the old lady books, and I'm over here trying to, you're trying to like develop myself. <laughs> Come on now. I listen to um, what other books have I read? Let me look at my list, and I'll tell you my my annual books. So I listen to the guest list. That's from Lucy Foley. Um, that book was a wild ride. Like, <laughs> <coughs> I mainly listened to it because. As I was listening to the Red Queen, it kept popping up on Overdrive, like, recommended to you. And then I was, uh, it popped up, I don't know, in a couple places. So I was looking at books that I wanted to read, and they were like, it was a highly recommended, like, New York bestseller book. Um, But that one was like, you think it's just about a wedding, and then you find out, like, every person in the wedding is entwined in this, like, crazy shitstorm of a story. Um, and it's all happening on, like, this secluded island in Ireland. And it's just, it was fucking wild. <laughs> but it was a good book. All the books I'm reading are, like, the past personal development books that I've had in in my Audible app for, like, the longest time. That's all I ever listened to. And then I started listening to a few like actual novels or whatever, like the Jack Carr series. I listened uh, to the Kite Runner. Oh, yeah. That one was a good one. Yeah, that one. Or like Ernest Klein books, like Ready Player One and Armada and stuff. Um, but like for me, I need audiobooks to get through this challenge. Like if it weren't for audiobooks, I don't even think I'd come close to, to reading 100 books, books a yeah. year. It would be too hard. There's like no way I... I don't read fast enough to complete books to get a hundred in the year. And also I can't spend that much time just reading a book. I can't, I can spend a lot of time. Like I can sit down and read for hours. I just don't have the time to do that. Um, But in audio books, every time I'm in the car. So if a book is like 15 hours long, I listen to my audio books on 2.3 speed. So cut that in half like it's gonna take me about seven hours to finish that book but every time I'm in the car if I can get in like five minutes here 10 minutes there when I'm cooking or doing getting ready in the mornings 30 minutes an hour um it adds up and I get through books very quickly tiny dog (coughs) she's ripping this out stop she's chewing on their crock of course she is but yeah, I got through, there was quite a few books that weren't, that were like different. Like I listened to The Stolen Lady, which was really good. Um, How to Begin. So this book is called How to Begin, Start Doing Something That Matters. It was the worst for me. Um, but I follow Brene Brown on like Instagram and Facebook. Do you follow her? Uh, I don't. Well, she was like. Like, all the time, like, hyping this book up. Like, it's about to come out. You guys get it. It's awesome. The And I thought it was her book. So, I, like, pre-ordered it on... Which one was it? It's called How to Begin, Start Doing Something That Matters. So, I, like, pre-ordered it from her, all these things. She's not even the one who wrote it. Some other dude. His name's Michael Stainier. Stainer? I don't know what his name is. Stanner? I don't know. But it's, like, he talks through things on, like, how to begin like just how to get started 
But it's like he'll talk through something and then give you an exercise to do. And then talk through something and give you an exercise to do. And it was like, oh, this is the worst. I was just like trying to rapidly get through that book because I hated everything about it. But I listened to The Book Thief, which was really good. Um, All the Light We Cannot See. I hated that book. (laughs) Uh, I think we talked about that on here. It's just like a bunch of linear storylines. And then in like the last five pages, they're like, all these things touch. And then the book's over. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. But I finished it. And then I got on this author. Her name's K.L. Slater for a while. She's like a, a British author, I guess. And from her, I listened to The Widow, The Mistake, The Visitor. Those were good books. And now I'm on the Southern series. I did, I'm about to start book five in that series. The last book I completed completed was Minimalism. Um, and it just makes me want to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff again. I know. Uh, I listened to Robin Sharma's 5 a.m. Club. And that was... Terrible? I don't know. I hear like... Your face looks terrible. Like it, your face looks like the book was terrible. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. I was like, <laughs> fuck you too. Uh, yeah, it was. I, I couldn't... <laughs> um, so... The way he he writes it is like in a story of a group of these people that are pretty much like lost in life and and they find their way back through this 5 a.m. club by waking up at 5 in the morning and accompl- or starting their day at 5 in the morning. So they might wake up before that, but then they start doing all these rituals at 5 a.m. and it like brings them back from the brink and life is great again. I don't know. Just the way the story is told is like really fucking cheesy and I couldn't get with it so like the entire time i was just like this is stupid <laughs> and the, the one right before that was a miracle morning and i remember i did the miracle morning for a long time and uh that's actually like how i i got consistent with journaling and, and it helped a lot um but re-listening to his to his book i was like oh man this dude is just like trying to sell books and get people to visit his website and he talks about his like uh the way it comes across and when i read it now it's like it, he has some good advice, but as he comes across, he's like, my purpose is to help people change their lives. And it's kind of how I feel about Tony Robbins. Like yeah. Tony Robbins makes all these millions of dollars off helping people or like guiding people or whatever. But I just feel like it's all a sham. And that's kind of how this dude came across. Uh, I remember doing that for a while. Where were we? Where do we live at? San Antonio? Yeah, we were in San Antonio. So this yeah. was like in 20... It was a long ass time ago. 2014, 2015. <laughs> I think we did it for like... Well, I know I did it for like almost two years straight. It was just journaling yeah. and... I did it for like a month with you. I think it was like 30 days that... And I was like, okay, I'll do it for 30 days. And then after that, I was like, fuck this, I want to sleep. Yeah. And the best thing, because I was already waking up super early because I was a TI. So I had to be at work by 4.30. And then I think the second year I had to be at work by 5.30. So it gave me a little bit extra time. But I had an hour between waking up and then leaving for work where it was just like um, I could get up, do my miracle morning, get ready, and then take off. So that was an hour. But I was able to do the Miracle Morning and I started journaling a shitload. I read through like a bunch of books, like physically read, not Audible. That was before I had Audible. And uh, that was like the best part about the Miracle Morning. It also has stuff about like you can exercise and meditate and do all these other things. But like you have a few minutes to do all that. To me, 
exercising for five minutes is that's a warm-up it's not going to get you anything meditating like i've never been able to meditate i've tried can't do it like i just need to put more focus in it whatever but when you're that sleepy in the morning you're that tired at least for me like i was just falling asleep again Mm -hmm. so it wasn't working then but journaling and reading were like the biggest impacts that it had for me and that's why i did it for a couple years and it was just it was awesome and and when i uh picked that book to read it again that's what i was thinking it's like man it'll get me back into journaling but um i haven't done that it's i've just been waking up early and i've been reading and working out uh yeah and there's a bunch of them on here but uh yeah it's going through those concepts again of like all my audiobooks most of them are like personal development books and it's just picking up habits again um like I will teach you to be rich. Like the biggest thing I pick up from that book is just like you need to automate all your stuff. Um, so like once you you automate your bill pay, your uh, whatever, like debt you're paying, um, where your money's going. Uh, so all that stuff. And once it's automated, when you get like the money that's going to you that you can really live off of, um, you get used to that money. You don't even worry about the money that's going to your savings, to your investments and to your bills and stuff. So um and it just helped me like realign my stuff for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I'm at book 31. The only issue that like with trying to read 100 books uh, a year, not an issue, but it, it kind of has me a little bit like scatterbrained. Like I just want to read all these books. Yeah. So I start start one and then I like slowly go through each one. So I'm reading like five or six books right now. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. That stresses me out. But And it sucks going like between each one when there's so many. But when I finish them all, they're all going to be like in rapid succession. So it's like I'll finish one and then a couple of days later, I'll probably finish another and so on and so on. Yeah. So it'll be like six books at once. Yeah, I don't know how you like um, can read that many books like at a time that stresses me out. I don't know how you do it because when I'm re- like, I can have an audio book going and like one physical book, but that's it. Um, I can't, ha- I can't be like in the middle of multiple storylines because then I just, it, it makes me not enjoy anything that I'm reading. Cause I want to be like dedicated to the story that I'm reading. Yeah. It's like usually typically like at a certain point I'll get to one I get to a portion of the book, right? Like when it starts really getting good, like any book, when it starts getting really good and then you just kind of read through it yeah. all the way through. And that's what typically happens. Kind of like this one. Like I'm reading, physically reading Finished by John Acuff. And like today I picked it up and I've read through like 60 or 70 pages and I'm closer to being done with that one than all the other ones that I've been reading. Yeah, And that's what typically happens. But... I kind of I treat it or see it like like you would a television show or a movie or movies like you watch multiple TV shows and you could kind of pick up like where you were at in that TV show and and then just like remember the storyline and stuff Um, with some of the with some of the longer books like uh, The Fountainhead by Ian Rand I've been reading that one for a while I'm only like 150 pages in on that book it gets kind of difficult like with her book of reading um, or keeping track of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. There's uh that book's huge too. So you, like it makes it difficult. Yeah. 
and her writing is like so I don't know I just feel stupid when I read it or like reading the older books like Grapes of Wrath too like their writing is just uh I don't know maybe it's more descriptive there's just so much more put into that kind of writing than books nowadays or maybe I'm just getting used to like reading shorter books or blog posts or articles or whatever Mm. that when you when you read books like that and they're so descriptive and they're um they're so thoughtful i guess yeah that it's just it throws it throws you off and for me difficult if you're not like used to reading like that yeah it it, it's it's difficult to read like perfect example was dracula and frankenstein when i read those books i had like they were great books the story was amazing compared to like the movies that they show you um and it made a lot of sense, like, especially Frankenstein. When I read Frankenstein, I was like, holy shit, like, this is, this story is fucking amazing. But getting through the story and trying to make sense of a lot of what was being said was, it was difficult, it was difficult for me to process and to get through. And then with Dracula. It took uh, you a long time to read Dracula, and it's not a long book. Well, uh, yeah, it's like 300 pages, but the print's small, and it's from, like, top to bottom the margins there's like no margins yeah. uh yeah and and the the print is is small so i think like if you did it to like a book like this it'd probably be like 600 700 pages but um that book it's written it, it's told in a series of like journal entries yeah and then journal entries back then it's like it's so descriptive and the way they talk is different I don't know. It was it was hard to get through, but ultimately the story was really good and and uh it's a lot better than what you would see in a movie. Yeah. I haven't read like any really old-timey books, I guess. Um So here in San Angelo, like they're doing it once a month this year, which I didn't know until we were there yesterday, but once a month the public library like purges old books to bring in new books and it's called Friends of the Lab Friends of the Library. Mhm. Um, and you can just go buy all the books and the paperbacks are 25 cents and the hardbacks are 50 cents. It's a gold mine. Or six, bu- or six books for a dollar. So we bought an entire box full of books, probably 40 books for like 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And we got two puzzles and the kids got a bunch of books. And like one of the books, I was looking at this one. Just because it's sitting right here. This book is called Wonders of the Solar System by Brian Cox. Um, and Dallas is doing a a project on um, on Jupiter. She's doing a research project. But just this book itself costs $30. Yeah. Like it's a super we, expensive book. We got it for book. 50 cents. <laughs> for 50 cents. Yeah. No, 25 cents because it was in the kids section. Oh. So all kid books are a quarter. Um, but I mean, it's it's a huge book. It's uh, I don't know, like three hundred pages, two hundred and fifty five pages, and it talks about like the entire solar system and stuff. It's almost like a textbook, and I mean, it's a thirty dollar book that just this book in itself is double what we paid for all the books that we got. So. Yeah, it's a fucking steal. When you can pay under a <laughs> dollar for any book, it's like, yeah. why not? Like you're getting a steal. That's why I love going to Goodwill and mm-hmm. and find the books there. Where they were like twenty, thirty dollars at at the regular price, and <laughs> you're getting them for a buck. 
So the lady who is, and I don't even know what her name is. I should probably learn it because I talk to her every day. But the secretary at the Tris, she came in. She's like, hey, if y'all aren't doing anything this weekend, they're having the library sale on Saturday. And I was like, oh, like where they sell books? And she was like, yeah, they're doing it again this Saturday. Um, except they're super cheap, like 25 and 50 cents. So I was like, I want to go check it out. And they had like a lot of good books there. I, we, I mean, we got a lot. So need to get. They're still sitting in a box, so I think you, you're reading one of them, right? Yeah, I took out one because this is more like a – it's like a coffee table book. So it's uh, it's called Wow, Writers on Writing. And basically it's like an inspirational book. It's like 400 pages long, but it and it has all these different quotes and essays and stuff um, from well-known writers or any kind of writers and like the best advice they've given at any point in time. So you can pick this up and literally go to any page in this section and pick up like advice on writing. That's nice. And I'm I getting s- back on my writing game, so. I saw another book you had in there that was called like 30 Second Philosophies or something like that. Yeah. And I feel like it's probably a book like that. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. It's probably just like a, a a coffee table book where you could pick up, read a philosoph- like the f- philosophical there it is. thought of from like all the great philosophers Marcus Aurelius uh I still don't know how to say his name Epictetus or some Plato let's go with Plato (laughs) (laughs) Um, all all those guys I think you it's funny that you call them coffee table books because I call them toilet books toilet books that's that too (laughs) like they're typically books you see in like people's restrooms and you're like oh I don't have my phone. Let's see what this book's about. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how, <laughs> so that, uh, so one of the books I read, Atomic Habits, <laughs> you know, make your stuff easy to do. Um, what is it called? Atomic Habits oh, by, yeah. by James Clear. I listened to uh, that one. And that was like one of the things I picked up this go around um, was like, you need to make your, uh, like make it easy for you. So one of the habits I wanted to get into back into is reading. It's like, well, uh, that's another reason why I like, I'm reading so many books, like stage your books, stage your stuff. Like if you want to work out in the morning, make it easy to work out in the morning. Um, that's why I move my phone far away from me. So I can't just reach over and turn off the alarm. I have to get up and go turn off my alarm, I which cues me to get into the restroom, brush my teeth. And then, uh, I stage my clothes on the counter so I can just change. And that way, well, once I have clothes on, it's like, that's the main cue or like, well, I can't lay back down now. Um, False. So I walk downstairs, I do my reading, and then go work out. And it just th- makes me angry that your alarm goes off for longer <laughs> until you get up and shut it off. Yeah, it, it goes off for like two seconds. Hey, but, it went off for half a second before. But that's like one of the habits. And then going back into it, it's like the books. So stage my books. So my books are everywhere now. So I have some on uh, the end table in the living room. So I just, if I'm sitting here, I start reading. I have one in, in the toilet downstairs uh so when i go in there and take a dump my dumps are a little bit longer so i can read a little bit more and uh, upstairs on my nightstand it's grapes of wrath so i'm reading that one um and then i should put one in the toilet upstairs but usually i just take grapes of wrath into the toilet uh, so <laughs> why do you keep saying in the toilet oh because that's what like you said toilet books <laughs> yeah in, in, in the restrooms but i mean those so those are like my my toilet books uh, <laughs> yeah so i can just they're easy they're like within view and it cues me to like start reading. And, uh, ever since I went on my social media fast, it's allowed me to do a lot more reading in the restroom at night or when we're just sitting here on the couch, 
like it's allowed me to do more reading because I'm not constantly scrolling through my phone or whatever and I haven't been checking my phone as much even on the weekends like so I'm still doing social media on the weekends that's when I like check posts and stuff but I'm not doing it as much yeah. and it's it's getting uh it's minimizing I guess mm-hmm. um so it's helping it's definitely helping a lot like today i took my book with me when we went to the girls practice and instead of being on my phone i was reading yeah i was listening to audio books yeah. during their private lesson it's just um i like i naturally read fast i know we've talked about that before like yeah. um did you watch that tiktok i sent you that was like yes. words per minute how far did you get i i think it was it four it was either three or four where it's going super fast and you could pull out some of the words. The thing is like with pulling out some of the words, I was still able to grasp like what it was about, yeah. but I definitely couldn't read every single word that was coming across the screen. Yeah. Like I felt that way on level five. Like I could read everything on level three, everything on level four, like I could comprehend it all. But on level five, it was like the word recognition. So like my brain was able to piece together like maybe seven tenths of the sentence. Um, so I could like, get everything it was talking about but I just wasn't reading it word for word um but when I'm reading like I said I naturally read fast but when I'm listening to an audiobook it's just I can take in so much more information faster than if I'm like physically reading and when I'm physically reading I find like my mind wandering like if I just was listening to an audiobook I could be folding laundry or doing whatever like I could be doing something else while also doing that yeah so um I have not read that many physical books this year I started reading whatever that book is I already forgot what it's called the five dysfunctions of a team mm-hmm. um but it's written weird uh so like to make the long story short my boss at work found a box of these books and he was like hey I'm reading this book. He just has it like sitting out on his desk. I don't think he's read any of it. (coughs) And he was like, there's a box of like 20 copies of this. Do you want a copy? And I was like, I can almost guarantee I have a copy of this at home. And he's like, all right, well, like if you don't have a copy, you can just take one of these. So I came home that night. We were talking about it. And sure enough, there was a copy on the bookshelf. So I started reading it and the book is written like it's telling you steps of like how a team is dysfunctional but it's telling you it through a story does that make sense yeah i mean that's how the book the the 5 a.m club is yeah like when i want when i want to learn something like these are things that can make a team dysfunctional i want you to like title like dysfunction one failure in leadership and then tell me like the steps to not make those to not do that so my team's not dysfunctional but this one i'm only like 20 pages in but it's like the CEO was really shitty. They asked him to step down. They put an old lady there. Everybody was pissed because the old lady was there. And I'm like, I, I don't care about this lady. Like, tell me what the fucking dysfunction is so that I can make sure I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. I don't need to know her whole life story. Like, that she was a teacher and her husband was mad that she worked. Too. Like, I don't give a shit about all that. But that's how the book is written. So as I was reading it, I was like, wow, this is annoying. <laughs> But and you're not big on like self-help books either. No, but the, like Atomic Habits, I listened to that one um, when we were 75 Harding. So <laughs> 75. Oh man, we could uh, we could do that on the next one. Our 75 Hard Disaster. Yeah. Oh, 
I mean, you can call it a disaster. I never wanted to do it in the yeah, first place. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but the next one. So. All, right. All right. We're getting close to 40 minutes, so we can wrap it up. Yeah, but read books, guys. Read a book. Read a book. Yes. If you want to start listening to audiobooks and you don't know how to get into it, shoot me a text. I will send you an audiobook. The first one that gets sent to you as a gift is free. Yeah. So um, hit us up and we'll gift you an audiobook so you can see if it's something you enjoy. And if it's not, shut that shit down and get a real book. We should get Audible as a sponsor. That would be awesome. I would listen to so many books. Fuck yeah. Like this Southern series that I'm listening to now. It's not available on Overdrive, so I'm listening to it in Audible. I have to buy the books, which is a shit show. So I've listened to like four books, but for three credits, it's like thirty nine ninety nine. So it's like eighty bucks to listen to six books, which is not my style. So after this series, I'm back to Overdrive. Fuck Audible. Unless you want to be our sponsor. Yeah, come on now. God, you're the worst. Get out of here. <laughs> Unless you want to be our sponsor, and then I'll continue to buy books for you. I get one. Because I don't get my credit. Do you get a credit? Just one credit? Just one. I know. I only get one credit, and it comes in on like the 22nd of the month. Yeah. And it's like, by then I already listened to all my books for the month. Yeah, mine's at the beginning of the month, and I get one credit. At one point, I was subscribed to get three credits, but then I found like I wasn't... I wasn't reading all three books or I wasn't listening to all three books before my next credits came in. So I was like, okay, I'll just go back down to one. And then I can't find a happy medium because I, I like go, it's peaks and valleys with yeah. Audible. Like one month I'll listen to a shitload of books. Next month I'm not, I'll maybe listen to one. So once I found this section that's called like included in membership yeah, and they're like the free books that you get from being an Audible prime member or whatever, I started listening to a lot of those books. Yes, me too. But then when I go to like include a membership and the top part of my recommended, like I've already listened to all of them, then I have to like search for books like by author and are you included in my membership? And then I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But so that's I why I started going back through like the books that I already have because I have like over 100 books. Yeah, in, I have a lot Audible. of books in my library. And I'm looking at some of the included with membership ones and some of them just don't that's seem That's how I listened to Atomic Habits. It was included in membership. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. <coughs> I wouldn't well, have bought that go. book. It's <laughs> a good book. It was interesting. All right. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Books. Books. Read a book. Listen to books. Bottom line, take in information. All right. Get smarter. Try to get smarter. It's my case. I'm okay. just trying to get a little bit smarter. I'm trying to be not dumb. <laughs> okay. All right. Babes. That's a wrap. That is a wrap. Stop trying to mess it up. <laughs> I couldn't remember what I said last week at the end. Yeah, I don't remember either because that's not what you typically say. Let me do what I want. You need to close out this podcast. I did. I said that's a wrap. With your catchphrase. Peace out, Cubs guys. Peace out, Cubs guys. We'll see y'all next week. Or we'll see y'all. Wednesday. Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Oh, Wednesday night's the rodeo. We got to do it early. Oh, yeah. All, All right. right. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out, Cubs guys. <laughs> Later. Later.